0: Okay, welcome, welcome. Uh, this is the Patriot Trading News Hour. We're having a, a bit of a technical difficulties here at KHNC, uh, which is how we get the show over there to uh, Arizona. Joe is working feverantly on trying to find the solution, and uh, we, on my end we were working hard the last hour, so this is radio and things can go wrong. and <laughs> So I get to be uh, on with the Arizona guys for a little while here. I'm sure Joe will probably join us here in a little bit. But uh, yeah, so we, uh, Joe Joe being the gold and silver guy for you guys out there in Arizona for all these years, and, and Eric his uncle uh, before that, and when they were together for a while, they, uh, KXXT uh, didn't have some of the uh, uh, some of the problems that we're experiencing trying to rebuild what's going on here at KHNC. So we've got things really working well, but uh, technology, um, our partner Brian, who's the smartest of the three of us, uh, when he when you know our partner the bought in and does the show with me the uh, front range news hour here in Colorado Brian always reminds me that technology is so wonderful and great in our worlds but when something goes wrong it's it can really make things uh very difficult on you cuz uh you know Joe Joe is used to putting a show on and it fires off and he's uh he, he does his his thing and he sells gold and silver and uh well with KHNC we uh, we are building it it's getting better uh the, the guys if you if you're from Arizona you haven't listened to any C radio where it was to where it is today is a, is a vast improvement but uh we're uh, we're brand new to the, to running radio stations and everything so uh you just hang hang tough with us and uh, I love it. I love what we're doing. I like the way it is coming along. But a day like this, there's there's a little bit of nervousness out there. So I'm going to give the number a number to call if you want to buy gold and silver today. The number is eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I believe Joe will have something for us to sell here in the next segment or two. But. Uh, You've got me to uh to to get you through the first segment. I'll come back on with with or without Joe on the next segment. Uh we're going to I'll talk about something. I'll figure out something, but but uh, uh you know, let's face it, Joe's the numbers man. I'm more of the conspiracy guy. So if he's not back on the next segment, I will uh I got a few things I can I can cover and we'll we'll have some fun here on the radio. And uh wow. <laughs> Let me, let me just delve into a little bit. We have this thing called a barracks box, and the barracks is there's one there's one for Joe, and there's one here at K, KHNC. So when we've made some improvements and changed some of our schedule. uh Ramon, who's who's been running Joe's show for years, we've switched over to running the show here, and Ramon pulls the show from us instead. So now it's it's really more of a KHNC show and less of a KXXT show as far as who's handling the chores of of making and running the sh- the, the broadcast. So uh, Ramon, for example, <laughs> he's he's had to he's had to weather some of our, our mistakes and problems uh, when we put in the new board here, and uh, Ramon's a cool dude, but uh, man if you uh you make a couple uh lunkhead mistakes he's he'll let you know so <laughs> but uh uh so th- what's going on is joe can uh he can broadcast into our radio station from his barracks box it's working just fine. something has gone on that we are unable to get our audio to him so basically Joe is talking into dead air, and there's nothing there telling him hey here's a commercial break or here's some some bump music. Uh he can't even hear me. I can't get on with any input like from the uh our uh our, our internet or from my mic. And so uh we had, we hooked him up and we started we did the last hour at KH through the phones and Joe is currently trying to figure out the problem. So that is where we are at. So uh f- for today and for this segment, you've got Jason, partner Jason uh, I bought into the company, and you probably haven't. I haven't been on the Arizona for a while because I've been uh, too busy running HNC. But uh, I'm one of the guys, myself, and Brian and Glenn in uh, Maryland. We bought into Patriot Trading Group last year. Uh, any of you guys listening, uh, you may have heard. like uh, It was Groundhog's Day last year when Joe went on the air and was asking for partners to, to join up uh, in this adventure that is Patriot Trading Group, and Joe was seeing that the, the numbers and the sales in Colorado were slowly and steadily going down. And Joe had to make a decision whether he wanted to keep Colorado going or just step away and just leave it Arizona only. And I think the curiosity got the best of him because I think he thought, well, uh, when they used to have the picnics here in Colorado, and Eric would, would come down here and, and he would come down here and they would they do some things down here with, with Johnstown and, and the customers here, that the the, uh, the sales were better. So... Joe decided instead of dumping Colorado and, and not knowing exactly what was going on at the radio station, he asked for partners to buy in. I, I'm one of the guys. I'm the, I came in uh, head first. I was I was convinced this was a good opportunity. So I I, I called him that weekend. Uh, actually, I called him that Friday, and then I think I, I may have talked to him over the weekend or on the the, f- the following Monday. And I think I was at the top of his list. I think there was a criteria of things he wanted, and I think I hit on every single thing he wanted. Uh, I had availability. I had I had the money to jump in. I had, I just uh, th- you know I had experience selling gold and silver. Uh, I knew about uh, the economy, especially with my process serving job. I was handing out all the the bad news for the people that were n- unable to pay their bills. So I, I had a, a unique look at at uh, how the markets and how the the average average Joe was was able to handle these things. So I, I signed on. And the funny thing is with process serving it's uh it's it's sort of a uh it's an independent contractor job and you get a certain amount of work from certain uh clients basically and my major guy that I got pretty much all of my stuff from 6 days later after I signed up uh, with Joe I lost 90% of my work which uh basically meant that uh uh jumping in with Patriot Trading Group it was in my mind was meant meant to be Meant to be. I mean, when you lose 90% of your work from one job when you're moving slowly into another one, uh, there's definitely something uh, something more to it than just uh, a decision being made. So, we're going to come into our first break. Everybody stay tuned. We'll have more from Patriot Trading Group when we get back from the break. Welcome back. Uh, the number two call is 800 951 0592. I'm gonna give you some really good reasons why to buy gold and silver. So the number to call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two uh we, we I'm sure we'll have a special before the hour is up. You might as well call in. Wendy'll get you set up with that special. Uh, you know this is the time to buy gold and silver. Uh, we have a uh the the debt money system that America is involved in. Uh, the central bank. Uh, we're set up in such a way that boom and bust cycles are built into the system. It's an absolute. It's 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 not a, a sh- should it or maybe is it happening. The way the system is set up is you have boom cycles and bust cycles, and this is how the bankers are able to uh, scrape up assets by the ton. Because let's face it, they don't like their own money. You know, their their Federal Reserve notes are just there to steal from us. So we are getting very very close. Uh, whether it be a few months or, if, or maybe a year or two to this next complete bust and this one is going to be much worse than the one in 08 this w- this next one is going to be uh, it's going to be chilling and in my mind uh, seeing how gold has been moving especially in the last uh, you know generation the last 20 years it tends to hit a roof <clears throat> excuse me and then it goes down a little bit and anytime the gold seems to push past that roof it, 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 uh, it spikes to a higher level and it never comes back down below the, the previous roof. So we were at about $1900 an ounce in 2011. So when this next market dump happens, gold will shoot and it will and I know it will blast past that 1900 level. Uh, where it will spike to I don't know how far up it will go, but you can rest assured that once it, it blasts past that 1900 level, that'll be the new low. That'll be that'll be the floor, so this is what I on, on our show uh, Brian and myself the the Front Range the Colorado Front Range News Hour here in, on in KHNC, uh I, I like to talk about this being the good old days. I like listening to the guys that have been buying gold and silver longer than I have because they always talk about hey when I, in, in two thousand or two thousand one I was buying it for two fifty an ounce, and uh, that's probably going to be Joe. I'm going to just put him on. All right, Joe, I'm taking that's you. It is me. All right. I was just talking about uh, gold hitting 1,900 an ounce and how I believe when we blow past that on the next market dive, that may be the next floor. I mean, it it probably will not go below that once it does. What is your uh, your take on that to start?
1: Well, you know, it's funny you you were talking about that. Some very, very interesting uh, technical pictures emerging uh, in the gold market. You know, obviously part of the reason why we've seen this This what they would consider this big move, if you will, uh, gold, which was on the verge of, you know, uh, getting ready to break down, if you will, according to a lot of these uh, analysts out there. And gold formed a very important, uh, and again, this is for all the computer uh, trades and all of those things, which really today is what 90% 90% of all trading happens this way now from a technical perspective a huge bottom formation uh, that dev- has developed over the last several years uh some call it you know a double bottom triple bottom but this bottoming formation that has occurred in gold uh at this $1267 level and all of a sudden, when, when gold resisted that level this, this last time, it set off a new technical picture, uh, which is why you're seeing the gold market, you know, all of a sudden it, it explodes uh, to the upside here. In, in a matter of days, we went from, you know, essentially $1,267 uh, to $1,327, uh, I think, what, over a three-day trading period. Uh, because what's happened is all these algorithms, they all use the same models. And so now gold has set a what they're calling a reversal pattern, um, and it sets off all these different waves. And the first wave, it will be 1375, which is kind of where gold had stalled uh, ever since it bottomed at 1,050, uh, Gold's gotten into this. Well, I, I call it, you know, the thirteen fifty to the thirteen seventy five range, and never seemingly can break through. Now we're looking at that is target number one. Uh, the target number two then jumps to uh, uh, the fifteen hundred uh, level. And to Jason's point, the nineteen hundred level. But but what the what the what this chart reversal did is now it opens up all the levels above that, uh, which is, you know, I forget what waves, E, F, and G, if you will, uh, if you're a wavist out there uh, which sets models at 3,000, 5,000, and beyond. And it's why you're seeing a lot of the, the billionaires out there now all of a sudden talking about gold again. Uh, one of my favorite guys, one of the things we're going to talk about today, Stanley Drunken Miller. You guys know he's a huge favorite of mine. You know, there's three guys that I tell you out there that you want to pay attention to, and really, actually, four, uh, four guys that I like uh, Jeff Gunlatch, Ray Dalio, Stanley Drunken Miller, and then uh, Charles Bitterman. Of uh, the trim tab from trim tabs. Those are the guys that, that I really like the best because uh, they don't care. They want to make money, right? It, and, and they will flat out tell you very, very clearly where we are headed, and especially if you want to look more than 24 hours ahead or 24 days ahead. If you actually want to look out the next 5 to 10 years, they're going to tell you, uh when this when this chart pattern broke, uh Stanley Drunkenmiller sold every single stock in his fund. And this is where you know this is where the billionaires play. He's in treasuries and he's in gold. Those are the only two things he's sitting on. And the reason is very simple. He says rates are going back to zero here in the United States. And of course you'll see we got a rally today. Jay Powell came out. We're going to do whatever it takes, and and, you know, you know, it's the sign of the times when uh, two point uh, what is it two point three five between two and a quarter and two and a half percent Fed's funds rate is an opera is a place where the uh, paper markets can no longer stand. Economic growth can't happen. We had uh, horrible factory numbers out today again. Uh, down eight tenths of a percent, continuing this, this string of bad data. And, and I think Jason's right. I mean, the charts say it. Uh, this is why, you know, let's face it, gold's fallen before and he comes back and it'll rally, you know, a little bit here, $5 here or $10 here. But the reason for the big, you know, I guess, and I don't even call $60 a big move. Uh, but for the the rapid pace of it is all these algorithms are firing off at the same time. Well, and, and, and Joe, and Joe and let me uh, let, go let, ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let,
0: let me support. So this so a statement I made just as you were coming on. Is that uh, I believe when this thing to, and I, it'll be the next market uh, downturn. That I, you know, the reason I, I fully believe nineteen hundred will be the floor once it blows past that <laughs> is I just look at the you know, the quick history of metals and, and Joe 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 hates. The, uh, the uh, junk metals like zinc and copper and things like that. But I like to look at the history of, of where these metals have gone since we've detached the go- uh, gold from the dollar. Uh, and it was just face it, 1933, uh, gold became too expensive for the $20 gold piece. The $20 gold piece was going to start be- being hoarded by the countries of Europe because there was more value in the gold versus the dollar. So they got rid of gold. We couldn't have it. Then in 1965, they took the silver. You know, a cheaper metal that was still in our money. They had to take the silver. In 1982, they took the copper out. You know, they couldn't have a copper penny. There's still copper in the money, the higher denomination coins, but we couldn't have copper pennies anymore because it was too too much copper in the pennies. The funny thing is, this next market dump we have, we they won't even be able to afford to make zinc pennies. Uh, the, the the amount of zinc that's in a, a penny nowadays is going to be worth more than than the actual one cent piece. And and this is why when gold goes up and it busts through a high level, when it comes down it's not going to go any lower. The the metal physically is too expensive to get below 1900 the next time around. That's that's how I see it.
1: Well, and that's a great way to look at it. And if you even go and and just stay in the gold market itself. Let's let's review history here. You know, when gold hit 800, right? The, we went off the gold standard uh, gold was rallying, right? The the central bank was having trouble getting their arms around things, and Paul Volcker came out and you know raised rates to some you know today. Think about where where uh, Volcker's rates were versus today, and you know we we were able to withstand. Uh, Interest rates are 16 to 20 percent back then. And today, we can't even have uh, a 10 year note above 3 percent without causing issue. But when you look at gold, you know, it it fell to a low of 250 bucks from 800. And then gold, as it climbed back up the ladder, uh, similar patterns emerged. Like right now, we talked about 1375 how gold's had a tough time getting over that. Well, if you go back and you look at it when gold bottomed at 250, gold had a really hard time getting above 500. When it finally broke above 500, it went all the way to, so, to 710 bucks. Okay? Before gold could break 800, it went back to 500, and then when it broke eight hundred, it went all the way to a thousand fifty, right? And then gold fell all the way back to eight hundred, and then rallied to nineteen hundred. Where did gold bottom? After gold hit nineteen hundred, after quantity, you know, they launched QE three, gold bottomed where? Two
0: thousand fifteen. It went down to two uh, one thousand fifty. One thousand fifty.
1: Right, And this is the exact pattern gold has played. So when I talked about the technical charts for gold and say, how do you go from, you know, nine, you know, we're sitting here at, you know, what, 1325. How do we get to 3,000? And how does Jason come out and say, hey, gold's never going to go below 1,900? This is how. So now this this breakthrough, this, you know, call it double bottom, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, now the technical picture for gold it breaks through thirteen seventy five then you're you're on your way back uh you're gonna blow past the nineteen hundred as like Jason said now nineteen hundred becomes the floor and and I love how Jason kind of used it too, from you know looking at hey, we had to take the gold away because it was too expensive. We had to take the silver away, it was too expensive, had to take the copper away it was too expensive now the Z, now Z, too expensive right and so you always have these new higher floors and when you have a what i'll call a computer driven you know all these companies they, they write all like they believe you know, it, it's nonsense but this is when you have a federal reserve that's loaded with nothing but academics and academia right they think they can manage things with a formula Right, and this is the same thing that that with all of these algorithms that they create, they think they can can uh, get rid of the human being with the algorithm. And this is how these algorithms work.
0: Well, and Joe, and Joe check right? this. They want to go out, back. Joe.
1: They want to retest. Right? We know this. Oh yeah, we're retesting this low and blah 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 and all that stuff. And I always will say this to everybody: there is one number that hasn't been retested, and only one. Well, I should probably not only one, but Dow 6,700. We hit that number, right? The banks unleashed or, you know, the central bank unreleased QE3 and all the bond buying and all that. That was it. That one's never been retested. I hope that's not where we're going. I hope it's not. But, you know, that's what history tells me it's going to be. Uh, I hear the music. We're coming up on a break. We'll be right back. Don't touch that dial.
2: This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, slander America, and redefine the family. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin.
3: In the case of Department of Commerce v. New York, the U.S. Supreme Court will soon decide whether the 2020 census can ask about citizenship status. While this might seem innocent enough, Democrats are being their usual hyperbolic selves and acting like this is a racist attack on the Hispanic community by our president. Nothing could be further from the truth. Many nations ask about citizen status in their censuses. The United States did also until 1950. And so you can hardly say there's no precedent here. Yet far be it for the Democrats to let President Trump actually do his job. Now the case is in the hands of the Supreme Court, and this could easily become Trump's biggest court victory to date. When the case was brought before the court for oral argument in April, Trump took to Twitter to let the American people know what was going on. Can you believe that the radical left Democrats want to do our new and very important census report without the all-important citizenship question, Trump asked? Report would be meaningless and a waste of billions, ridiculous, that it costs to put together. Trump was right to call the left's ideal report meaningless. In fact, it might be even worse than that. A census failing to ask about citizenship inflates the population counts of California and New York to the detriment of many other states. Illegal aliens are counted in those states as though they were citizens, and New York and California soak up tax dollars this way. It's no coincidence that the most outspoken opponent of the citizenship question is the Attorney General of the vast sanctuary state known as California. Fewer lawful residents means less funding, and if illegals duck the census to avoid the question, then this could reduce the number of electoral college votes and congressmen for California and New York. Their influence would therefore shrink, and they would take fewer federal dollars in. Don't let the Democrats make the census as worthless as a Chicago voter registry. Support President Trump's plan to put the citizenship question on our census.
2: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. As President Trump fulfills his campaign promises, his accomplishments on trade, immigration, the economy, and protecting the unborn should be celebrated, not ignored or diminished. To track these victories, go to phyllisschlafly.com and find out what's next for the Trump presidency at phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report.
1: Welcome back, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A quick look here at the markets. Uh the Dow is rallied three hundred and eighty points, as Jay Powell says that interest rate cuts could be on the way. Uh then there's oh, and trade hopes. Uh that don't believe that one. Uh, there was a funny Funny little thing. One of the one of the Chinese uh, high level guys said that the trade talks needed to be handled through dialogue, and that got everybody excited. Oh, oh, well, yeah! China wants to talk. China will always talk. But see, what they didn't do is they, you know, kind of like everything else, right? They they only gave you half the story. Because here's the, the part they didn't report in what he had said. Yes, you know, obviously, it uh, needs to be handled through dialogue. Yeah, okay, right. I mean, if you're going to have an agreement, someone's got to talk to somebody. But the they left out the biggest part of what he said, which was, we need to talk this out. But by the way, the United States needs to understand that there needs to be a mutual level of respect is what the Chinese are calling it. Uh, hardly uh, anything optimistic. Essentially what he was saying is hey we're ready to talk as soon as you're ready uh, to to allow us to be the winner, right? Because that's what China is going to do. But neither here nor there. Uh, the big move was all j Powell today. He's going to do whatever it takes which really is the, I think could really be the turning point for the dollar. Well, the dollar has rallied. You, know, you think about the dollar was getting ready to be it was in the low 90s when the Fed started this rate hike rate hike cycle. Uh now the dollar like today now the dollar has been losing ground. Uh the dollar was uh 98 on its way to 99. Right now, it sits at 97.21. But it looks like dollar weakness uh, is now going to be the new trend uh, if Jay Powell follows through and we truly do start cutting interest rates, uh, which is really setting up this new, very interesting technical uh, chart in the gold markets and in talking about uh, gold and where it could be headed, and, and I brought up all the you know the old chart history for gold because it's you know how all of these algorithms are really based upon. And you think about the low we hit when we hit two fifty, okay, and then we rallied essentially. You know, with some ups and some downs, but we rallied from 250 to 1,050. You know, it's kind of, it was about, you know, let's just call it four times, right? 250 times four is 1,000, right? Okay, so so let's just say it was uh, four times was the jump. Now we're getting ready, right? The new low, right, was that 1,050. Right. That's the new ultimate low, low watermark. If I was to say that was your 19, 1999 or 2000 uh, when gold hit its bottom, that would have been the bottom uh, of this cycle. And you really think about, you know, gold when I started was in the low 300. So we had a little bit of a rally. You know, a little bit. Gold moved a little bit in in oh one and oh two and oh three but it wasn't you know wasn't huge very similar to what we see today right we hit the lows we hit that thousand fifty gold's gone up in the last three years but it was you know not as huge but momentum and then it took off like a can and gold really Starting in 04. Gold went on this rally from 04 to 2011 uh, that was really, you know, a sight to be seen. But what we're seeing now is if you take 1900 as the old all-time high, right, and you look at if 1050 is the bottom, right, you take 1050 and you say, hey, it's going to be four times higher than the old bottom, right? So we take the old bottom was 250, got to this new bottom, 1,050. You multiply that four times, and hey, you're staring at 4200 bucks. And this is why all these technical charts that we talked about today all have the same thing. The low numbers are in the 3000 range, the high numbers in the 5000 range. You take the average, and it all ends exactly at the same point, right around that $4,200 gold mark and so i would say if i was looking at this that's what i think the computers are going to do you know, you know that that's what i think they're going to do and i think that's what's going to that that's what we're looking at because you got to remember the you just start looking at debt levels you know the debt level when gold uh, was was hitting this rally was about 10 trillion right from really from about Oh, I don't know about twelve trillion to twenty-two trillion. Gold had slid for a lot of that. Now it started back up, but ten years from today, I've already told you the debt level is going to be what forty to fifty trillion. So I'm looking at gold and saying, yeah, you know, three to five thousand seems awfully right. Uh, so that's kind of what we're looking at from a technical perspective. Uh, like I said, this is a you know all the waves and all those things. I'm not a big uh, technical guy per se, but th- you know you have to be because this is how the models trade. This is what's happened in gold. This is why the rally has been uh, so swift. is all these computers move at the you know all at the same pace, all at the 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 same you know uh, uh, all trading off the same algorithms and, and, and causing the move higher. We'll have to wait and see, obviously, right? You know, nothing set in stone. But this is a very good, and I've been really trying to stress over the last several weeks, this is a good entry point to start that buying again, start putting it away, start getting ready. You know, the economic data, I, you know, and they, they talk about really what what two data points do they only talk about now? They talk about the unemployment rate, and they talk about jobless claims, right? And they're trying to convince you everyone's making more money. We know that's not true. The low end is. The high end is. The middle actually is still losing pay. Um, And that's just how the numbers bear out. Those good-paying jobs, there's just not that many of them anymore, Uh, So you have a very interesting market setting up here. Uh, We'll see how the dollar reacts. You know, as the Fed now apparently, according to Jay Powell today, is looking like it's going to be in rate-cutting mode. Uh, Stanley Druckenmiller says they're going to zero. That means they're probably looking at a big gold rally to go along with it. We'll be back right after the break.
0: All right, the number to call eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I'm jumping back in while Joe's exploring some some uh, information on our problem here at, at uh, KHNC. So that's the number to call. Yeah, get yourself right with gold and silver. Uh, I'm your, I'm partner Jason here in uh, KHNC Studios. Uh, by the way, uh, if, if you are there in Arizona and you want to hear uh, some of the what's going on here in Colorado. Uh, you never know who's going to be on the air and at what times. So it, it, we got some great, great programming going on here. Some real fun stuff to listen to. We, you know, we have this show called the Open Forum. Eric Sederstrom was uh, supposed to be doing a, a a two or three hour syndicated type show, but uh, uh, it it just didn't work out. Erica uh, Erica is not. Uh, fully convinced he wanted to, t- uh, to enter into this venture, so he, he gave it a shot. Uh, he decided that it was not going to work for him. And we've filled the, t- these two hours. It's going to be Colorado time, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., which I believe is going to be 10 a.m. to noon over there in Arizona. And it's called the Open Forum. We're getting uh, a lot of local hosts generally and, and some some guys that are uh, out of state, and uh, we're going to fill that with different guys. And it's kind of like our own little fight club or our, our own group of guys that uh, they're all going to have their days where they do the 2 hour show with with anything from conspiracy to financial to prepping to to all kinds of really good shows uh, about what's affecting America today and it's it's going to be cool because uh, Joe might jump on and do a couple hours if he he you know anybody that comes up with a really good guest or really good topics they're going to uh, uh, that we're going to bring that on the air, and we're going to talk about it. You know, some some stuff that uh, it, it's fun doing it with Joe because Joe's you know he's a little more, uh, I guess you would call normal. He, he he sees the world more normally, but he's he's hearing some of these uh, the, some of the crazy stuff that goes on and the, the crazy callers and listeners at KNC, and uh, he's he's one he's one of those guys that he's, he keeps an open mind. And you know if you got a good you got a good story to tell, and you got a good theory on how things work, and it's different. We put you on if you sound intelligent and have a have a good way of presenting your material, and, and it, it's great. And we we did a show here on, on uh, the Colorado Front Range News Hour. We did a two-hour show with a uh, another local show, which is uh, Left the Air, uh, and, and uh, we, we got this guy, Mark Sargent, on. He is the leader of flat earth. Uh, there's there's a couple of guys that are, are the leaders on, on this theory that uh, the earth is actually flat, and it's for the average person, me included in the past, I would have thought, You know, just a scant, you know, a few years ago that that that's that's completely absurd. But then you listen to the guy and he starts talking about the evidence and and, and the weird things about how the world uh, works as far as travel. You know, uh, it's funny. You know, the the, the thing that sticks in my mind the most when it comes to Flat Earth uh, and I talked to Mark Sargent about it was, you know, we have these nonstop flights from Europe to North America. Uh, and a a similar distance, sometimes a shorter distance is Africa to South America. If you look at the globe, you look at the uh, the map of the world and uh, there is no such thing. There is no nonstop flights. Why is that why can't you fly from that continent to you know Africa or South America to the other one why is that why is that not possible you if you 're in Africa, you have to go all the way north up into Europe, cross the pond, and then go all the way back south into South America. Uh, Flat Earthers have a different map that they feel the world is is is, is presented differently, and uh, you know it makes you wonder what why why don't they have those flights? If are these guys true? And I won't go through the uh, all the information. You will have to look it up for yourself. But if if you do go to thirteen sixty khnc dot com, especially uh, from the from ten to noon uh, Arizona time and eleven to one here in Colorado. Uh, you're going to hear some good stuff. Uh, the, the show that's coming on uh, next for us is Glenn Tate. He does Prepper 2.0, a show that we cover on the weekend. Joe and uh, Glenn have had a pretty good relationship going uh, uh, here for the last couple of months. Uh, Glenn's a great guy. He's got real good information. Uh, he's he's got that fighter spirit, like what like the uh, the guys we're putting on the air here. So. Uh, you guys in Arizona, you don't have to be left out. If you guys want to hear what what we're doing over here, all you have to do is, is go to 1360khnc.com and you can listen in to to some interesting stuff. Some of it might sound really crazy, but uh, we love we we call it open forum for a reason because uh, we have. Uh, many hosts. We have many guests. We have many uh, topics to cover, and we have callers. These are also call in shows. If you, you know, that's something else. You could call the number is nine seven zero five eight seven five one seven one right there in Arizona. You could call over here to Colorado when you when you hear the host that's covering a topic, and if you want to chime in, there's nothing stopping uh, a guy from Arizona chiming in on our Colorado station here. So, yeah, it's an exciting time over here, and. Probably one of the reasons why Brian and I haven't got, gotten to do a, a guest host of Joe would love to get on to Arizona and talk to you guys because we're definitely a different uh, different uh, flavor than Joe is so it could give you guys something different. So uh, the number to call uh, for to buy gold and silver this is what this is what uh, this is what we do. this is what Joe and Eric started. this is what my, my myself and my partner Brian and Glenn this is what we are continuing with Buying, you know selling gold and silver to, to get you set right. To protect your savings, your hard-earned money, get it out of the Ponzi scheme, that is the Federal Reserve System, you call 800-951-0592, and we will get you set up. Uh, I believe Wendy and Arlene are possibly both in the office today. They will take your phone calls. You know, Joe always has these great deals that come on the air, and it's the cheapest uh, thing we have for that day, or or if it's, we run the deal for a couple of days, it's it's the cheapest thing. But, you know, that is a number you can call, and you can purchase anything that's on allamericangold.com, the website. You can go there and just shop anything you want. Uh, as I was saying earlier in the show before Joe jumped on, this, this is the good old days. This is one of those times in history where uh, – five years ten years from now there's you know you're gonna tell people well i i bought all that silver and gold back in 2019 back when they were in that kind of skid that 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 time frame where it seemed to bounce between 1200 and 1400 dollars didn't really do a whole lot and then it shot up you know i hear the old timers that uh that come in and i do business with they talk about when they were buying at 250 just a scant 15 years ago that is uh that's what you want to be you want to be one of those guys here in the coming years 800 951 0592 is your way to, to buy it in the good old days. We'll be right back. We got one final closing segment here on the Patriot Trading News Hour. Final segment here on the Patriot Trading News Hour, the place that you purchase your gold and silver for 23 plus years. The number to call to do that is 800 951 0592, and you can go to allamericangold.com. I think it's interesting when I talk to the customers uh, since I've been here, you know, I've been here over a year now here in Colorado, and uh, everyone's got uh, their different path, how they figured out that gold and silver was important to be uh, a part of your home economy, you know, your savings. Uh, myself, I uh, I I, uh, I was one of those guys in uh, 2000, the very end of 2004 I was one of those guys that they uh, they, they gave the mortgages to. You know, the, the you know the the people that didn't qualify shouldn't be buying homes. I was one of those guys. I, w- I was a pizza delivery driver. I actually, paid all my bills. I was a very efficient person, so I can make the the, the most out of uh, out of very little. So, but way back in those days, I was a full-time pizza delivery driver. I love tips. You know, there's a you know there's a way that you can uh, get around some of the taxes with with claiming uh, you know, not having, claiming or not claiming tips. And so I. Uh, we had a friend who who became a real estate agent, and she came to us and my wife and I. And she's like, uh, we had just had a baby, and we want you know we were more than thrilled that someone said, hey, you could probably buy a house. Yeah, stated income. Yeah, you just tell them whatever you want. And and uh, we were living in a trailer at the time, so we had to sell the trailer to get into this house. And, uh, so we, we did, we did, we got a house, you know, we, we were one of those stated income loans, you know, we just told them we earned all kinds of money so we can get the, the lowest rate and all that. Got the, uh, got the, uh, <clears throat> you know, one of those loans that goes up every couple of years, you know, the, uh, uh, not, it was not a fixed rate. It was a variable rate, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, uh, what's funny is, is because I am so good with money, uh, you know, when when the when the housing bubble burst, uh, both houses on both you know, because it was almost like the trailer parks moved into this housing area we went to. It was definitely starter homes, and uh, in 2008 hit, by the, by about a year or two later, the houses on both sides of me and all three houses across the street were all empty, and uh, I was still paying my mortgage. And the reason, the way I found gold and silver was, is here I was. I was like, well, I don't like debt, and and I looked at interest. It's like, well. I'm just giving a bank money for for the privilege of you know you know for the privilege of of having a house. You know they don't they loan the money. I give them interest and the, and it's fair. But I started adding up the payments. It's like, well, gee, I pay you know I paid I paid X amount of dollars to purchase the home. But by the time the payments are done, I'm paying for almost another house. And I was thinking, man, why should I buy buy two houses for the price? You know, for, for and I'm only getting one. So I started paying down. Interest every month, extra hundred here, an extra two hundred there, an extra three hundred there. You know the tax returns are come in. I'll just give them. You know I got two two grand in a tax return. I'll just give them the whole amount. And I was doggedly paying down the mortgage as fast as I could. I ended up with a a second mortgage that was fifty six thousand dollars, and with a little bit of help, I was able to get that paid off. It's, I think it was six years or eight years. It was very. I mean, I was really really. Uh, I mean, I lived. I lived, we, my wife and I we lived just on the on the least amount. And then I, I, I started finding gold and silver. It's like, what else can I do to, to, have, to earn money? You know, what, what if I put the money somewhere else? And gold and silver seemed like a great place. I saw how it went up. I saw how, how the price of gold was going up to uh, $1,900. It's like, man, I should have bought gold. And I, I ran into this really smart guy. He's like, he's one of those, you know, he's, he's really, truly, he's actually he's like a rocket scientist. I asked him one simple question that got me really into gold and silver. I asked him, is it better to have no debt and no savings or is it better to have a hundred thousand in savings and a hundred thousand in debt and without batting an eye he said you need to have the debt and the savings that is how you run your your household and from then on i was into gold and silver so 800-951-0592